Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And welcome, everybody, to episode number 28 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I'm your host, Rob Thedoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at P Thedoff. Again, that's at P is in Paul, T is in Tom, H-I-T is in Tom again, O-F-F, Frank Frank. For all Notre Dame athletic updates, please go to my Twitter account. And episode number 28 is sponsored by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for 125% bonus using promo code DSP125. Again, that's DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. Again, that's DSP200 and bet sports, casinos, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid, BetUS.com. So, as I had mentioned earlier this week, I was in attendance for the UNLV game that was on Peacock. Uh, great atmosphere. I know it's not been the greatest season. The atmosphere on campus was still pretty good. Still, I wouldn't say total positivity or 100% positivity, I should say, but people were excited. To me, it was a lackluster performance. I know if I'm looking at the score here, 44 to 21, they didn't cover the spread. And even though I didn't think the game was in doubt at all during the game, it, there's still a lot to be fixed, especially on offense. Uh, you had so many short fields because you had two uh, punt blocks or punts blocked, I should say, by Isaiah Foskey, who finally played his best game of the year, but he should against inferior opponents. And I think even one, when I looked at the replay, the punter didn't even get, get a chance to punt the ball. He more or less just took it out of his hands. So I did have a fumble recovery. Drew Pine threw an interception. Uh, we had another fumble by Aldrick Estime, unacceptable. Something seems not right with him. The same with Lorenzo Styles. He dropped another pass. He just seems like he's not into the game right now. Hopefully he can get, get that fixed. I thought, too, when Drew Pine was hurt yesterday, uh, looked like he more or less got a concussion. I don't know if that's the case right now, but they put him in the tent. It looked like they said he was okay to play. I just would have went with Steve Angeli the rest of the way because more or less all they were doing anyway for the majority of the game was just handing the ball off. And I know you want to impose your will, but Tommy Reese has got to stop this just vanilla offense where they're just going right up the gut. It worked yesterday because it was inferior competition. You, you can't you can't do that the next two games against Syracuse and especially not against Clemson. I know Clemson had a uh, a scare yesterday against an undefeated Syracuse team who we play next week uh, noon on ABC. Their, their defense is going to be a lot better than UNLV. And, okay, you could say, oh, we imposed our well. We had two really good scoring drives back-to-back -to, -back to end the game. It was pretty much all runs. We, we can't do that. Uh, we can't keep doing that. So, again, let's go. I don't want to make this because I think um, I have some footage, and I'm, hope, I'm hoping Tim can put that in uh, so you guys can see some, some of the, uh, the atmosphere going around on campus yesterday. And I have some team footage and some actual play-by-play, -play, uh, more or less footage to watch. So here we go. I, I'm going to go over the stats really quick right here. 
23 first downs to 11 for UNLV. So dominating the stats. If this was the old days, even let's say a Charlie Weiss team that had a decent offense, this game would have been 60 to 14. 44 to 21, it was, I believe it was 30 to seven at half. Just a lot of points left out there and still sloppy play. I, I keep, you know, shitting on the offense, but the defense, they play good enough for us to win if the offense shows up, giving up long runs again. They can't, the linebackers can't blitz. Something needs internally fixed right now. Marcus Freeman, I'm giving him a pass this year, but something with the assistance right now internally, they can't get them ready for them. They may think they're ready between Monday and Friday, but on Saturday, something's happening. And I tell you what, now it seems like it's always against inferior competition too, which is a problem. Expect us to win the next two games is against quality opponents, Syracuse and especially Clemson. Expect us to win one of those games. They will come out prepared for that game for whatever reason. I don't know why that's the case, but for the good teams, we show up. The bad teams, we're just laying an egg right now, which is unacceptable. So 23 first downs to 11 for uh, UNLV. This was the sh stat that shocked me. We were 9 of 17 on third downs for our offense, so more or less 50%. They were 0 of 12 UNLV. So I guess even though our defense had some issues, especially with giving up long runs yesterday, UNLV was 0 for 12 on third downs. And then total yards, we had 428, UNLV 299. Uh, so let's look at our offensive stats passing. Uh, we were 205, uh, UNLV 153. And then Drew Pine was pretty much 14 out of 28, 50%. Steve Angeli did come in just to hand the ball off. Oh, he didn't even do that. I'm sorry. It was uh, – oh, yeah, he did. He did. It was actually a direct snap to the tight end for the touchdown. And then I believe he came in for one uh, to start one series, but then Drew Pine came back in again. But I would have just kept give, keep giving, giving Angeli some experience because Drew Pine, I mean, he got he, he got his bell rung pretty – pretty good there and with all the concussion issues with players this year you know I think with Tua for the Miami Dolphins I, I think that was a dumb move I I got to call out Marcus Freeman on that he should have just said hey we're sitting him the rest of the game this game is not in doubt we should be able to uh seal the deal even if it is a true freshman quarterback because the thing was all they were doing anyway Tommy Reese's you know conservative vanilla offense was just handing it off pretty much 90 percent of the time you can't tell me. I don't care if he is a true freshman. Steve Angeli can't do that just as good as Drew Pine. There wasn't much improvement from last week against Stanford, which was a crappy opponent, but they weren't as bad as UNLV. The reason, you know, the score the what the way it was this week and the reason we pretty much in theory kind of dominated a little bit, it was just the quality of the opponent was just so much less compared to Stanford. So that's the only reason this worked. If we had played Syracuse or Clemson with that uh, game plan yesterday, we would have lost by 20 points. So just the, the quality of opponent is why it seemed to somewhat work yesterday. So we had uh, Drew Pine had one interception. Rushing, we rushed well. It doesn't take much against UNLV, even if you're going directly at them too, which makes no sense at all and not trying to get lateral at all. You're just going you know, straight up those A gaps. So... 223 to 146 to give up 146 yards to UNLV. And I know a lot of those yards were on two to three carries, but still those count as well. Even if it's, even if you shut them down most of the game and then two to three carries, you shit the bed, that still counts. So if you, if that was Clemson or Syracuse, 
God knows it would have been 300 yards. So uh, rushing yards per attempt, 4.7 for Notre Dame, 5.2 for UNLV. That's unacceptable for this defense. Penalties, 5 for 45, UNLV, and then 4 for 34 for us. Uh, we had two turnovers. Aldrich Estime fumbled again. Got to clean that up. And also, Drew Pine had an interception. We recovered a fumble. And time of possession, 34 minutes for us, 26 minutes for UNLV. So let's get into the stats here for individuals. And Logan Dix, I will say Logan Dix came to play. Uh, 28 carries for 130 yards. The next closest was Chris Tyree, 10 for 43. Michael Mayer had a great game, had a, a gr some great catches. One was, let's see, we had four sacks yesterday, so finally the defense is doing something there. And then tackles for loss, nine. Again, the defense played pretty solid, but it's giving up too many long runs, and the linebackers still can't blitz well. But Isaiah Foskey had two uh, pump blocks. And like I said, he he had a phenomenal game doing that. He did a lot of that his first two years at Notre Dame. Probably his best performance after a lack of a lackadaisical season so far. He turned down to go to the NFL last year, and one of those plot blocks was actually uh, assisted by uh, uh, who I always get his name mixed. Uh, uh, Prince Collie, I'm sorry, and he was shaken up a little bit or banged up a little bit on that play. But then he played the rest of the game after that because first we thought. It was a serious knee injury, but no, he, he got off the field pretty good and he was in pretty much the rest of the game. So Isaiah Foskey blocked two punts. Great job for him. We had four, let's see, four sacks and Isaiah Foskey had three sacks too. So if you're going to give a game ball, I would give it to Isaiah Foskey, but great game by him. Again, he should have a game against an inferior opponent like UNLV. Again, I, I don't mean to be, to be, like I said, shitting on this team or being negative, we're seeing the same thing. If we had played a another team like Stanford last week, who wasn't that good, or just a mediocre to quality team, we would have lost yesterday because nothing really changed. Isaiah Foskey finally had a, a better game. Okay, that's a change. They went tempo the first drive. They score a touchdown, and then they get away from it. Total conservative play calling where it's just running right up the middle, and you're playing into the defensive uh into their uh, their strategy, the defensive strategy of the opposing team. You're playing, uh, we're playing right into their uh, plan, more or less. That's what I'm trying to say. As I look at the score, 44 to 20 on, yeah, but the offense still looks horrible. We do not have the quarterback yet, and that's not going to be fixed this year because whether it's Steve Angeli next year, Tyler Buckner, CJ Carr, if he reclassifies, I still don't think he'd even be a starter if he re reclassifies. Or maybe we get a transfer. Maybe we find a, another Jack Cohn out there. Because I had told you in the last podcast, Jack Cohn masked a lot of the problems that we're seeing this year. And with his experience, and he was a decent quarterback. He just couldn't run. He was a statue back there. So again, but as always, go Irish.